grab your Bibles and meet me in Ephesians chapter 2. Let's talk today about going up in the Holy Spirit. Ooh, hallelujah. Ephesians 2, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for his ability to lift us into your very presence. Now, Father, we ask today as we study your word that your Holy Spirit would help to illuminate the scriptures, the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. And we thank you, Father, let Christ be revealed to us and in us. We thank you for this work of your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, and together we all say, Amen. Today we'll be in Ephesians 2, verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. Now, God loved us so much. He's so rich in mercy. He's rich in everything. But he has so much mercy and so much love that even when we were dead in trespasses, he was reaching out to us, making a way for us to come back into right relationship with him through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So trespassing against the law of God, against the commandments of God produces spiritual death here in the Charlotte area and in Mooresville, which is right next to Charlotte. Uh, you know, this is like a city area, but in North Carolina, it doesn't take that long to just get in a vehicle and drive. And next thing you know, you're out in the country. And, you know, I was talking with a, uh, one of the health inspectors of a certain County, a rural County in North Carolina. And he said, he said, Stephen, he said, there are some landowners that if they don't have advance warning that I'm coming on their property, because he would have to go on their properties uh, on behalf of the county to do certain appraisals and things like that. But he said, there are some people, there are some landowners that if I come on their property without notice, they, they would shoot me. He said, they would shoot anybody that trespassed on their property. They, they would shoot first ask questions later. Well, these are people that I think you've got some of these uh, types of people in various states across the country that are, you know, secluded. They're kind of isolated, you know, rural backwoods type mentality. And they, they just don't take kindly to people trespassing unlawfully on what rightfully belongs to them. Well, that's not good. If you make a wrong turn in somebody's driveway, I do know uh, one man, he was a city guy that had moved out to the country. He was actually from uh, Southern California and he, uh, he moved out to North Carolina and he was driving out one of these rural areas and he had made a wrong turn, went the wrong direction. And he pulled into one of these uh, uh, driveways of a rural home back out in the country area. And he pulled into the driveway and the man came into the house with a loaded gun said, get off my property. I'll, I'll shoot you right now. And he's like, hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to turn my car around. <laughs> so trespassing uh, in some cases can be deadly. Well, trespassing against God's commandments is worse because it produces spiritual death. And these, these are boundaries that God laid down. That's what trespassing is. It means you go beyond the boundary that you are legally, legally allowed to go. And so spiritual death is eternal separation from God. The only solution, the only cure is Jesus Christ, the son of God, 
Praise God. So it says that even when we were dead in trespasses, that means we were spiritually dead because we had trespassed against the commandments of God. We crossed boundaries that we were never supposed to. It brought sin into our lives. Sin killed us. Uh, And you know, that's, that's the tragedy of the whole human race is sin. We've all sinned as the Bible says in the book of Romans, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The only person who never sinned was Jesus. Praise the Lord. So we thank God that there is a way of redemption. So verse four, excuse me, verse five. And when we were dead in trespasses, it says here that God, the father, that this is referring to the father, God made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved. So we were made alive together with Christ. Verse six, and raised us up. So God, the father raised us up together. Well, this is very interesting. So when we were raised up, we were not raised up by ourselves. We were actually raised with Jesus. And when Jesus was raised, you may envision him going up by himself, but he did not go up by himself. This is very fascinating. The truth of the matter is, is that when God, the father resurrected Jesus and we're coming into resurrection Sunday and it happens to fall on the same day as Passover. So resurrection Passover Sunday is just a few days out. I want you to be very mindful of God's ascension, lifting power, that ability to lift you. Well, when God, the father raised Jesus from the dead and his eye, and in his heart, he raised us up with him. Now, I know what some of you may be thinking who are new to this teaching or new to really diving into this verse and, and really the whole chapter and what it implies. Uh, you're thinking, well, you know, Pastor Stephen, you know, I wasn't even born yet. So how could Jesus raise me up? How could God raise me up when Jesus, when that took place 2,000 years ago? Because God saw all those who would come to him, all those who would respond to Christ and receive him as their Lord and savior. And in the infinite wisdom of God, God saw that you would be in his son. And he identified you as being raised with him from your sins, me from my sins. When Christ was raised from the dead, pastor Stephen, that makes my head spin. Well, it's, it's a divine mystery as many things are in the Bible. There are many things you just, uh, you're not going to be able to understand or grasp. You can understand it, but you can't really grasp it intellectually. That's okay. It's meant to be taken by faith. There's a lot of things in life. You don't have to understand how they work. You just know that it's true. Your spirit bears witness to the truth. There are so many obvious evidences of the truth. You receive it and you believe it and you walk in it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we were raised up together and God, the father made us sit together in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Well, this is very interesting because this lifting power, or as, uh, Paul was praying in chapter one of this same letter to the church in Ephesus, that the church there would know the resurrection power. Well, what is this? This is that lifting up power, the same power that raised Christ from the dead. He's praying that they would know it. And I'm praying for you that you know this power also. This is a lifting power. This is the up, up, and away power. And this is not, this is not the rapture. This is not the church going home to be with the Lord. This is knowing 
this ascension power of Christ right here while you're living on planet earth and you have the troubles and the challenges and the problems that life brings but yet knowing that you're seated spiritually above natural problems and that from that position of ruling and reigning with Christ you order your life with God his kingdom begins to come down and touch the natural kingdom on the earth and your your world is put in divine order and you have you have the atmosphere of heaven in your life and this is something that's very very fascinating because there is a lifting up of the holy spirit well pastor stephen if i'm being lifted where am i being lifted to you're being lifted to where god is at and jesus is seated at the right hand of the father praise the lord jesus actually has a throne and for those who overcome they will be granted to sit on thrones as well there have been countless times i i can't even i couldn't even begin to count all the times that when i have been caught up in the spirit i just would begin to pray and pray when that lifting takes place you just yield and go with it and there have been countless times i have found myself in the courts of heaven and that there's a throne that's that's my throne it's reserved for me and the Lord has allowed me to try it out he's allowed me to sit on it knowing that I'm just kind of in a sense you know you know enjoying this for a little bit because I'm still on the planet earth just like we all are right at this time but we're going to go to be with the Lord forever and the rewards of the overcomers and of the believers is wonderful there's so many things that God has planned and prepared for us some of those things he's allowed me to see he's allowed me to see the mansion Uh, Of course, I'm not living there yet. I'm living here on the earth, but I know there's a mansion waiting for me. Well, Pastor Stephen, how do you know that? I I saw it. This is not, this is not make-believe stuff. These are real experiences. These are real experiences where when you experience that lifting, lifting, and you yield to it, you can find yourself even experientially experiencing, seeing, looking around, uh, even touching in the spirit realm, in the glory realm, because that is where we belong. You know, there's a lot of potential here for all kinds of amazing things, but you have to, you have to take this by faith. You have to realize that while you're on this planet and you're living in this, uh, in this world and you're living in a physical body, you have to realize that you are still a spirit and your spirit is made in the image of God and that heaven is your home. Praise the Lord. And one day you're going to be with God forever. You'll be able to come back and visit the earth if you want, but heaven is your home. Praise the Lord. Now, the Bible says that we have been raised up together. When did all this take place? Well, you had the crucifixion. You had the, you had the experience at Calvary, death, then burial, and then resurrection of Jesus. So we are tied into that with Christ because we are in Christ. God has raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So there is a sitting in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus that's real. And it's not just something that one day you're going to do, but it's something that you can do now. And this is something that you come into by faith. Just like all of the promises of God, they are accessed by faith. And I, I think that some people they say, well, it doesn't happen to me. And really the reason it doesn't happen to them is because they don't believe it. They just don't believe that somehow they're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Well, why don't they believe it, Pastor Stephen? Because they look around 
and they don't see themselves with a kingly anointing as seated with Christ, or we could even say enthroned with Christ. They look around and they look at their natural and what they can sense in the sense realm and everything tells them, oh, you're certainly not seated with Christ. You're defeated on all sides. <laughs> and so, so they, they judge by what they see and feel instead of actually building their life experience upon what the word says they are who they are, and even what their position is in Christ Jesus. You know what? If you'll believe this verse, you'll begin to have amazing fellowship with God, and you'll begin to realize you really are above your problems, that they really are beneath your feet. Now, you know that they're beneath Christ's feet. You know that every trouble, every problem, every sickness, every disease, every, uh, every affliction of the curse is under the feet of Christ. No believer would argue with that. But the truth is that because it's under Christ's feet, it's also under our feet. And if it's under your feet, that must mean that somehow you are above it. Yes, not just above it, but far above it. Praise the Lord. These are New Testament realities. Whether the believer experiences experiences them or not is based upon the fact will they believe it if they will believe it and apply it you'll begin to go into this realm where you realize God is overall and I'm in Christ I'm in God therefore I can rule and reign over all of the situations of my life and this world and this system of the world cannot defeat me because I'm in Christ and it can't defeat God. And it will alter the way you think. You'll begin to think from a kingly perspective with a kingly anointing, thinking with the mind of Christ. And it will change. It will change the kingdom in which you live. And you'll begin to experience some heaven on earth. Woo! Right where you're at. Yes, Pastor Stephen, one day we will leave this planet and we will go to be with Jesus and all of our problems will be over with. Yes, but you can rule and reign over all of that stuff right now. You rule and reign over it now because when you get to heaven, there's no sickness or disease to conquer. All of that stuff is down here. All of that is right now. So this is where you learn the kingly anointing. This is where you exercise the kingly anointing. And this is where you just, you just lock into the truth and you say, this is true and I believe it. So right where you're at right now, whether you're standing up or sitting down like I am, the fact is, is that you are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Well, Pastor Stephen, it looks like to me, I'm just seated in my lazy boy recliner in my living room with the TV on. No, that's just natural. We understand the natural, but there's a realm also that's more real than the natural. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And you touch this realm with your spirit and you are a spirit. You touch this realm and this is also your inheritance. This is where you belong. Praise God. So you need to see yourself seated with Christ. Where is he seated at? In heaven, in the heavenly realms. And so because of that, you can go up. You can go up. 
for me, oftentimes the way it happens is I'll start out uh, maybe praying and maybe it's not even a designated prayer time. Maybe I'm just uh, around the office after hours and I'm just kind of maybe moving a few things around or taking care of some, you know, work later in the evening and I'm just relaxed and enjoying myself and I'll just be praying in the spirit, just, just praying along in the spirit and you just sense, you just sense a momentum can begin. It's not like there's a defined moment when it started. It just, you just somehow slipped into a momentum. It's like a fire. You get the kindling, you start it, and it's not much going on. It's just real tiny, real tiny, but it just begins to take off. And now heat is being generated. And now we've got, we've got a real fire that's starting to go here. It's the same way. And what happens, you just begin to yield to that. Go with that. Keep leaning in and you'll find your spirit going up. Remember, you are a spirit. Yes, you're still on the earth. You're still standing in your living room or in your bedroom or or wherever you might be at, but your spirit begins to go up, up to God. And as you go up and up, worry can't go with you. Isn't that amazing? There's no worry in heaven, so it it can't go there. But you can go there. Yes, you can. And you just begin to go up. Your spirit begins to go up. You get refreshed in the presence of the Lord. And fear cannot go there. There's nobody in heaven that's afraid of anything because fear's not there. So fear can't go up. You begin to leave all of those things down, all of those things down. Your spirit goes up. You get refreshed. You have fellowship with the Lord. And then when that time is fulfilled, you come out of that in the strength of God, in the refreshing of God. And then now you can apply the wisdom of God to the various challenges and and troubles and problems of life. You begin to solve things. You begin to work things out. You begin to bring the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven into your life. Praise the Lord. And it affects you. And what's on you begins to affect others that are around you as well praise the Lord. So when that lifting of the spirit comes, just go, just go with it. Now it takes faith, just lean into it and just keep praying. And there can be some times where maybe you were just kind of, you know, just praying in the spirit and you realize it's beginning to flow and you didn't even know that was going to happen. You didn't even know a fire was going to start. Maybe you were just reading your Bible and the next thing you know, there's, there's an anointing. This is more than just a nice reading time. There's a real flow. And I mean, the word just comes alive. We're just lean into it and trust the Lord to speak to you. Trust the Lord to strengthen you. And you just lean into that because there's no telling what the Lord may do, but it's always going to be good. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I received an email today and a brother said, Pastor Stephen, I, I, I love your book on angels. And I've, I've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books in my library. And I just donated my entire library of these hundreds of books to a Christian organization. And I only kept just a few books that I thought that were the very best books. And one of those books was your book on angels, working with angels. And he said, reading that book and seeing your experiences, and he said, I've I've had also these types of experiences. And he was asking, why does it happen? Is it, does it happen because there's just, you know, sovereignty of God? And, but see, the answer is this is, is very clear. The answer is you, it's what you believe for and what you lean into, what you expect to receive and knowing who you are in Christ and where you are at positionally with Christ. And when you just realize 
that the heavenlies belong to you? And I'm not talking about the planets and the stars and Jupiter and Saturn. I'm talking about a realm beyond that. This is the glory realm. This is the spirit realm. When you realize that's your inheritance and you can go into the heavenly realm just by allowing the Holy Spirit to lift you and you lean into that, it's not by accident that it happens to people that are open to it. But the first thing that you're going to have to do is you're going to have to make up your mind and settle it in your heart that Ephesians 2 verse 6 is the truth. It's 100% gospel truth that when God the Father raised us up together and made us sit together with Christ that this all was done, this lifting up was done and settled in the heavenly realms. That's where we have been taken to. Praise the Lord. I know you're still on the earth. I know that you can eat food and uh, uh, drink real drink and touch solid physical objects, but I just want you to know that your spirit man is more alive than what the physical could ever be. Even Even the physical man wears out, but the inward man is renewed day by day. Praise the Lord. And I'll tell you this, your spirit man, it doesn't even need sleep. Woo, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My friends, let your spirit go up. Where? To God. Let your spirit go. When the Holy Spirit comes with that uplift, with that updraft, just go. Just just stop maybe these other things and just now begin to lean into it. Pray a little more fervently. Stoke the fire and just let the Holy Spirit take you. Let the Holy Spirit take you. As I mentioned earlier, uh, there's a certain throne that the Lord has prepared for me. I I've, have found myself sitting on that throne I, I can't even begin to count how many times because the Lord will just allow me to sit there and look, even, even look around certain areas of the courtroom of heaven. It's incredible, all the activity in heaven. I'm talking about in the courtroom of heaven. Wow, so much activity. It's absolutely amazing. People coming and going uh, from all over heaven, and you see those rare visitors from the earth also that get caught up and uh, come there and look around, and oh, it's, it's an amazing place. My friends, there's a lot that the Lord wants to talk to you about. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, I, I, I feel that lifting at times. I lean into that, and the Lord begins to share things with me that I would never know naturally, things that I need to know about my ministry, things I need to know about church members and ministry partners. The Lord gives me information all, on all kinds of things, and I can take that and apply it to my natural life, help others, and uh, help things that are needed in the ministry and also even my personal life. Praise the Lord. So, my friends, when you feel the updraft, just go up, up. And away, away from trouble, away from worry, away from uh, all the problems that have engulfed the world, and go be refreshed with the Lord. And then when you come out of those refreshing times, you'll have the answer and the energy and the anointing that's needed to rule and reign, praise God, over every event of your life as a king, as a king enthroned with Christ. Praise the Lord. One day we will have the fullness of this redemption. But don't put don't put these things off to the future. Don't put them off until when you die and go to be with the Lord in heaven. No. These things are for us to live now. Verse 7 talks about how this this was all done to reveal the grace and the kindness of God towards us on a continual ongoing basis even throughout the ages. And this is something that you can experience now. This is something that God wants you to know your inheritance can be accessed now through Christ. Father, I pray for your people that they catch those lifting moments of your spirit, that this this can happen every day. 
if we make room and we make way for you and if we lean into it and if we use our faith. So Father, we just thank you. Let us catch those lifting moments of the Spirit, knowing that they could come at night, they could come in the morning, they could come at any time, really. We thank you, Father God, for the activity of your Holy Spirit in our lives. We thank you, Father, for more of this in the last days as Christ's return is getting nearer and nearer and nearer. We just thank you, Father God, that the church is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. We give you praise. We give you praise. We thank you, Father God, for mighty activity of your spirit in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. My friends, let's take Holy Communion. You know, this is fascinating because this resurrection power is something that we, we celebrate on the day of resurrection with just, just a few days away. We have Passover and resurrection Sunday morning, both on the same day. It's going to be joyous. And I, I want you to really know this power, this lifting up power. Praise God. Here's, here's how uh, Paul prayed it for the church in Ephesus. And he was praying that they would know what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward them as believers. Well, what power is he talking about? It's, it's the ascension. It's the lifting up power that they would know it experientially, not just knowledge where we can have a conversation about it. Well, no, where you can talk about it and exchange real life stories and experiences and events of knowing the lifting power of God. May His power right now lift you above every worry, every concern, every trouble, every fear. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's take communion together. Father, we thank you for the bread, for the juice. We consecrate it. We bless it. We thank you it's set apart as holy. And this is now the flesh and the blood of Jesus. Father, as we receive the body of the Lord Jesus, we thank you that there's now no barrier between us and you. There is now no dividing wall that Christ has made the way wide open and we can actually come right into your throne of grace. Oh, Father, we thank you so because access is made available, we choose to go up. Now, Father, we thank you for the anointing to go and the lifting and to ride that current of the Spirit, that updraft of the Spirit. We thank you. We now receive the body of Jesus. Let's partake together. I see you going up. Praise the Lord. Lean into this by faith. Meditate on Ephesians 2 6. You are enthroned with Christ in the heavenly realms. Let the Holy Spirit reveal that to you. Let Him show that to you. Praise God. I'm not, I'm not talking about make believe imagination. I'm talking about real. This, this is a, there is a real heaven. There is a real God. And He will show you who you really are in Christ. The Father will show you. The Holy Spirit will reveal Christ to you and who you are in Him and who He is as the sovereign King and Lord over all the universe, over all creation. And you're in Him, enthroned with Him. There's a lot to explore. Woo, glory. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus, that Jesus shed all of His blood for us in order to make a way for us to get back to you. And Father, we have received Christ, your Son as our Savior. We receive his blood. We thank you forever for it. And we thank you, Father, for our position in Christ, knowing that it's by grace. And we thank you for that grace as we have received it by faith. And Father, we now receive the blood of Jesus. Thank you, O God. Amen. Let's drink.
Praise the Lord. Well, this is something that you can exercise your faith on while you pray. And it's very easy when you catch the lift. Now, when that lift happens, lean into it and go and just enjoy your time with the Lord. It's always rich and incredibly beneficial to your life. Thanks for watching. I'll see you back next time. Bye-bye. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.